Can you hear me? Welcome to the Kids Swap Podcast, hosted by myself, Florian Simon, together with Maximilian Neville, bringing to you the international podcast about football, friends, and culture. You should sign me. Sign him up. Sign him up. Sign my boy. Yeah, well. <laughs> let's get the ball rolling. Let's go. Yeah, and we're back on the Kids for Podcast. Max, it's good to see you again. It's been quite some time that we had a guest on board, that we had a guest episode. How are you yeah, doing? I'm good. I'm good, you know. Are, um, you, are you laying comfortably on the couch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm at my in-law's house today. <laughs> I always spend Saturdays here. It's like family day. And um, yeah, excited to, to meet Cameron today and uh, to get just to be back on the podcast and, you know, just having laughs again, learning and talking about football, you know, friends and culture. Yeah, you mentioned it already. Um, our guest today will be Cameron Salt. I played with him together at Leno Ryan University. Um, he spent four years in the US in college, sorry, four and a half years in the US in college and then um, played in the USL League One for Greenville Triumph, moved then to Finn Harps in Ireland in the Premier League and the Irish Premier League and uh, yeah now has a new club in Greece Max what do you know about football in Greece uh, not not too much except <laughs> for like you know Panathinaikos Olympiakos AK like these yeah these the clubs they play clubs. international <laughs> yeah um otherwise you know I just know that the Greeks are football fanatics you know like oh yeah the like fans are crazy game. man yeah they love they love the beautiful game And um, no, all the all the Greek people I've met so far in my life and, and the, in the different countries, they're just like football mad. So, yeah, it's always fun to chat with them about soccer. So I'm, yeah, I'm really totally. I think it's so interesting that Cameron has in his young career has already experienced, you know, obviously the college game. But but playing USL League One, Greenville's a, a top team. I think they even won it last season or the year before. Yeah. And um And then Ireland, I've never spoken to anyone that's played in the Irish <laughs> Premier League. So, And then now Greece, yeah, so it's just a exciting adventure. But yeah. You know him. You know him a lot. I mean, I don't know him. I'm meeting him today. He's your old teammate, right? Yeah, um, we will have um, a lot of laughs. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a funny guy and, uh, yeah, very honest and just easy to talk to. Uh, you, will, you will definitely love him. <laughs> No, I'm excited. I'm already yeah. excited. Yeah. So yeah, let's, fun. let's get him in this room and then let's talk about it. Let's go. There he is. Cameron Saul. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally just walked in. I still got my mask on. Where's the camera? Is it on? Uh, <laughs> hey, hi, Cameron. How are you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? It's nice to meet you, man. Nice. No, you too, man. You too. Sorry, see, I was see Max. Max, I told you he will turn on the camera, and you see the biggest smile ever. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard. I've heard a lot of good things about you, Cameron. On okay. and off the pitch. No, I, I, I told Max he should say that. Of course, I didn't tell the good stuff. Uh, about you, oh, no. just, just a disclaimer. I'll be honest. Greek Wi-Fi is really, really bad. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> <it> might... <laughs> yeah. I hope we can. I hope we can uh, get the best out of the Wi-Fi, though. <laughs> yeah, we have good quality. Cameron, how are you, man? How was practice today? I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't even train today, like the boys did. Shock. Like, Hamstring. Nah, nah, nah. So I had a collision with the keeper yesterday. Like 50-50, ball gets played over the top. Obviously, I'm quick, innit? So use my pace, running behind <laughs> your face. Quick. <laughs> used my pace, innit? Got in behind, got between the centre-back and the goalkeeper. Touched it round him, right? Excellent first touch. The keeper comes out of nowhere and just says, I'm going to chop you in half. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> Oh man, Cameron. So where where does it hurt? I mean, just everywhere, like slightly <laughs> below my knee is just fucked. <laughs> oh no, really? Yeah, but it's okay. I'll be oh, okay. Man. I'll be Max, okay. you know th- this is no surprise. <laughs> and it's like every time I talk to Cameron, it's like ah my hamstring, ah my calf, ah my knee. It's always hurt. <laughs> uh, I'm healthy now. Other than this, I've been healthy. And it touch wood, life's good, man. That's so. the most important thing. And I know it's like always when I look at you, you look so happy and it always enlightens me. You always make me happy when I talk to you. So you're just spreading the good vibes. Like, yeah. You know, Cameron is just the best example for positive vibes, you know? <laughs> I try, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh uh, Max, um, Cameron already has podcast experience. That's good. That's um, good. Or at least, let's say, interview experience. Um, yeah, interview experience. Interview experience. Yeah. So, um, I think you know how this how this works. Um, we're not yeah. like a rec- it's not going to be a regular like answer question game. You know, like uh, it's going to be more um, casual conversation. Um, yeah, and yeah. obviously, with you, it's going to be uh, <laughs> a lot of laughter. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm. Ex- where, where are you from in the UK, Cameron? Tottenham, North London. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Best I'm, team I'm half in town. British. My dad's oh, yeah. from Middlesbrough. Yeah, my dad's from Middlesbrough, yeah. but but we kind of migrated to Brighton, so I kind of sound from Brighton. Half, okay, half. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Middlesbrough, not so much, but Brighton. Yeah. I- <laughs> I know, no, but it's nice. It's yeah. it's nice to meet you, and uh, yeah, I think Flo, you're going to be guiding everything, and I'll just be throwing in questions because I'm really curious about about a lot of your your journey so far. It's been on paper, it looks really interesting. I can't imagine on on like yeah. just story. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Oh well, so Cameron, so it's been a long time. We have we have talked. I think what was what was the last time we were actually on the phone? Was it uh, New Year's Eve? I think. Did we talk? Yeah, it's around Christmas. Would have been. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, um, it's it's great to see you again, and uh, yeah, we're just gonna uh, talk a little bit about your your um, football career, mm-hmm. and with a with a specific focus on USL League One, the Irish Premier League, and now your new club in Greece, because that's yeah. that's what we are, and especially Max are super curious about because Max was the whole time. Oh, let's get Cameron on the pod. I want to know what's yeah. going on in Greece. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're very excited what you got to tell us. So I would say we just start. So, yeah, you came 
from the UK to the US, as we all, um, as everyone that we had on the pod, except Sam, um, went to the US and uh, studied there for a couple of years playing uh, college soccer. You started yeah. at uh, Young Harris for one year, right? So it was a whole year, yeah. just first semester, whole one year, year. freshman year. Yeah. And then you transferred to, yeah, and then Max, hold on, it transferred to Iowa. You, you know, you go from Georgia to Iowa and it's like, you know, you have that cultural shock going from the UK to the US and then again from Georgia to Iowa. How how was how that practicing in, I don't know, like two feet snow? <laughs> Which school was that, Cameron, in Iowa? Waldorf. University. University. It's NAI. And I'll be yeah. honest, right? I didn't know too much. Yeah, <laughs> NAI. Um, I didn't know too much about what I was getting myself into. It was a case of, it was a British coach there, and he was like, "Come, come, everything will be good. I'm English, you're English, you know, like we'll get on well." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I thought, all right, let's see. But I showed up there. It would have been in January. It was freezing. I think it was minus 19. Yeah. Um, and it was just, I, I got to admit, that first day I did think, how have I ended up in this? Like, it was so cold. Um, <laughs> snow everywhere. And I mean, like, obviously, I, I get a bit of snow in England and that, but this is snow, like, up to, do you know what I'm saying? Like, cooler than me. Like, the roads are icy, like, like it was just, ah, oh, it was horrible. But it was a... Overall, it was a great experience, but when I first showed up there, it was a big shock from being in Georgia where it was lovely, it was warm, it was hot, had no complaints, so, yeah. Yeah, and you were, um, I mean, as a player, like on the field, you were uh, incredible in, in Iowa. You were, um, you had very impressive seasons there. Um, you graduated um, with a bachelor's degree in exercise science, right? Yeah, exercise. Science. I see what I remember. Unbelievable. <laughs> and then, and then there was the big move, the big first move to Lenore Ryan University, where we both met. And <laughs> I think um, a day is not enough that we could talk about all the stories, all the stuff we experienced together. Um, but there are a couple of things I want to talk about, just because it's uh, <laughs> funny stuff. I just loved. Um, The first time we got in contact, um, you were playing for Asheville City FC. Yeah, Asheville City, yeah. In the, in the, in the NPSL, uh, one of the better teams. And mm. the one team with the huge fan base of about like 3,000 yeah. fans um, during a game. You were sponsored by a brewery. So the best setup you can have for Summer League, I guess. Um, and, you know... You know how Cameron Saul was introduced to Leno Ryan, Max? Uh, I would love to hear. First of all, I would love to hear how many years of eligibility did you have, Cameron? <laughs> like how, how, did, how did this all work out? <laughs> yeah, you had, you had one year left, right, when you came to, to Leno Ryan? Or yeah, once I had one year left, yeah. One year. So um, that, was, that was for your master's degree that you started. Because initially I was lucky when I did come out to the States because of my, uh, so in England do GCSEs and then your A-levels. Yeah. What I did, for some reason, it counted as one year. So I could have, like, I only really needed three years of school to graduate in America as opposed to four. Like, I already came with, like, 60 credits, which was, I didn't know. I just showed up and they were like, yeah, you already have 60 credits. 
Oh, this is perfect. Then, You're you know buzzing. I mean? so, yeah, I'm buzzing. And people would always yeah. say, you can't transfer three times. Like, because I put people think I've played at like six different universities. I, swear. <laughs> <laughs> I also transferred <laughs> once. I, I don't blame you. I, I actually know someone that's played at four different schools in, four. in, in college. Yeah. yeah. So, like, people are amazing. I say I've been at three, but four African. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, three is normal. I've, I played in the NAI myself. You know, there's a lot of guys transferring everywhere. So three, no, no, I don't. I mean, you had great, I, you had, Flo was saying you had great stats at, at Waldorf. And then, um, yeah, so, I mean, that's fantastic. And then, yeah, you guys continue on, on Lenore Ryan. I want to, how did, how did that come? Yeah, how did that happen? After the summer so, league, I'm guessing, yeah. or? Yeah, so this is what happened. So I was playing for a team called Ashford City in the summer. Um, there was two guys on the team. Um, Mitch and Tom, um, and they were at LR the year prior. So when I went, so I went over there, I can't remember the year, I'll be honest, that I went to Asheville, but I played with them and one of them was a centre-back and one was a centre-mid. And at the time I was playing in centre-mid, so I was in a midfield pairing with one of them. I had so much fun. Um, And because I had previous experience playing Division 2 at Young Harris, they were like, oh, you should, you should try and come back. Like, our gaffer would love you. You should definitely try and come to LR. And I was like, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Didn't think anything of it, you know? Because um, I really did intend to play my years in Iowa and do my master's there. That was honestly the plan. Yeah, um, yeah. Then the season sort of, once I went back over to Iowa and the season finished, it was like the season was good for myself, but just the level of some of the other players and the competition in comparison to what I just played at in the summer, it felt like it was such a, a step back. Yeah. So yeah. I looked at it and thought to myself, can I go play somewhere else? And I looked at different options and some, some schools don't have master's programs, et cetera, like that. But I looked into it, I was just looking online and I saw Lena Ryan, that name rings a bell. Couldn't remember where it was from, but it turns <laughs> out it was because of uh, Tom and Mitch. So I looked into it. They had a master's degree that I wanted to do. And I remember just calling them and saying, yo, can you just put in a word with the gaffer? Can you please just, please tell him I really want to come? Um, and they did put in a great word. I remember, I think I called Tom at like, or Mitch at like maybe 11 o'clock or 11 a.m. in the morning. By 1 p.m., the Jack Winter gave me a call. It was like, yo, I've heard you're interested. I really like what I've seen. The boys have said good things. I'd want to get you in, so... Um, I remember that last sort of semester I was in Iowa it was just trying to get everything sorted to come down and it worked out perfectly and I was able to sign at LR and I was very happy yeah so. and then Cameron Saul was announced in the summer as Mr. Asheville <laughs> Mr. You <know>, Asheville <laughs> he played two seasons in Asheville and um, people uh, say he was good you know I never saw a game uh, when he played so I I think I believe people that Cameron did quite well. <laughs> no, kidding. No, Cameron was uh, Cameron did great there, and uh, yeah, they um, they crowned him as Mr. Asheville, and um, that was that was the way he was announced to us. <laughs> like uh, at a beauty pageant, they had like a, <laughs> he had one of those those <laughs> Mr. Asheville ribbons around. <laughs> and um, yeah, Cameron. I think you texted me before because um, I was playing in Nashville in that year. But before we were able to play against each other, um, I had to leave Nashville because I signed pros. Um, and yeah, 
we met in Hickory then, when you came to Hickory, North Carolina. From Asheville, I mean, it's not too far; it's just one and a half hours. So it was you knew the surrounding, so it wasn't it wasn't new to you. And then, um, yeah, we, we had a, or you had a little bit uh, trouble with um, with the housing situation. <laughs> yeah, a little. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Max, you asked before. Um, actually, uh, Cameron and me and Alex, we were roommates for or suite mates for um, a couple of weeks until mm-hmm. um, our regular roommate Chris came back. And yeah, it was it was an interesting experience with Cameron. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was amazing. You know, I've uh, never met Cameron before and just we just texted. And then one day he was standing in front of the door and opened the door and he had that huge smile. And it was like um, one of these friendships where, you know, right away, you're going to get along um, really, really well. And I think we had we had a great summer before before season started. So we had a couple of weeks before the season started and yeah did some coaching at the camps and stuff <laughs> yeah oh i remember those camps but <laughs> yeah i know um we, we don't want to talk too much about college because um obviously um we had a couple of guests that, that were in college before but there's mm. just one thing um i wanted to touch on uh, of course we have a lot of stories um there's there's one thing. Do you remember the the Wingate game when um, when we destroyed them? Yeah, it was it was amazing. Um, Cameron, you scored one goal, right? Yeah, one goal in a three-one win. And uh, before the game, we were in the ATR watching the Liverpool game, um, and Daniel Sturridge was still there at this time. And he scored, and you know the Max, you know the famous Sturridge celebration. <laughs> yeah, the wave or the, yeah, the yeah. robot wave. <laughs> and we and we talked about it before. Um, and Kevin was like, "Yeah, go on. When when we score, uh, when when I score, and we're gonna do the Cameron uh, the 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 Sturridge celebration." <laughs> and we were running to the sideline, and it was the most awkward celebration I've ever seen. <laughs> Who did you do it in front of their bench or, or where did you do it? <laughs> no, in front of our fans. It was so bad. It was the funniest thing ever, bro. I swear. <laughs> oh, man. You, got... Wait, you I, still have I that video. Then... You still have the video. <laughs> I still have the video, bro. It makes me laugh all the time. Because got... I'm there like this. And then you're there and you're just going. <laughs> <laughs> Flo backed out. He was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. And then Cameron's doing oh, it and Flo's just going like that. No, I, I tried. I tried. But, you know, my dancing skills are not that advanced. <laughs> so, Cameron, you got to send me that video. This, we should post it on our, on our Instagram. Yeah, we have to share this. It's amazing. It's amazing. So I have, I have something that, that, like a question in my head I need to ask so I can, like, order it all. Did mm. Cameron, did you play with Flo his first or his second year? Did you guys win the title together or? Mm. or? Yeah. Let, let, me, let me go first, Cameron. Cameron was mm. a crucial part um, of the, of the um, title winning team. Um, you know, when Cameron was announced, um, we watched his highlight video and we were like, damn, what a fuck. What is what is sentiment? Unbelievable. You know, in, in Waldorf, he was banging these goals in from 30 yards out. Like, Oh. unbelievable goals you know mm-hmm. and then he comes to LR and um, you know in the system we played Cameron had to defend and, that, <laughs> and that's something I mean you know it uh, as well Max because you're not 
capable of doing that as well. We're the team uh, so, not not defending. Yeah, so so Cameron was like, you know, his defending skills were not existing. Like no <laughs> defensive skills, like no defensive mindset. And I know Jack wasn't very happy with that. So obviously he had to find a new position for Cameron because he was so good at the, uh, on the ball, like great first touch, super good at shielding and turning players, you know. Um, excellent, excellent ball control, honestly. I, I got to give you that, even though like pace is something else, but finishing and, um, <laughs> and ball control, excellent. And then, yeah, he tried him as a striker and then Cameron was playing one day to the other striker. And even though Cameron was our, our um, first choice striker, um, how many goals did you score? Five, mm-hmm. isn't it? Isn't it kind of sad that I scored more goals than you as a sentiment? No, you did not. No, don't you did not. No, I, no. He's, He's lying. He's lying. I, I scored six goals, by the way. <clears throat> but anyway, no, honestly, <laughs> it was our. It was my senior year, um, and like our second year when we won the conference, and yeah. So, so now you can go. I just want to tell the truth before you come up with some um, imagination <laughs> stuff. <laughs> What a special year it was, I'll be honest. So I've come in, um, and obviously the only things I knew was what I'd heard from the boys that I played with in Asheville. So I knew the team was good. I knew the team was going to be very good, and I'd heard a lot of good things about the coaching stuff. Um, and because I was living with Flo, I guess before the school sort of started, you know, we'd just kick about, we'd go over the pitch and do a few things, and I could tell you the first ever session... Like, you probably won't remember this, but... Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, you probably won't remember, but I remember the first session. Like, because I always saw you were such a nice guy, but then we got into training. Just the <laughs> intensity that you had. It's how crazy. Do you know what I mean? Like, he just... Ugh, I loved it. Like, I knew he was the captain. I knew he was all of this, but I'd only just seen him off the pitch. As soon as training happened, he's a different guy. Completely. Is he, like, shouting in German, like, some yeah. crazy words and slide-tackling everyone? He's just a madman. Like, he was slide-tackling. He was, he was just... I was like, this is what I need. Because, honestly, on the teams I played at, it wasn't like that. Like, yeah. I was usually... I was the best... You know what I'm saying? I was the guy that people looked to. And it was... Yeah. If, I could, if I could sort of do anything. But here, like, I couldn't just get the ball and just go and turn the floor. Like, he would smash me. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like in England, kind of, right? That's how they are in England. It was, it was so good. And uh, I knew straight away that it was going to be a special group. And it was, honestly, a very, very special team. And we, I, I honestly think we was robbed. I think we could have achieved more. Yeah. Um, things didn't go our way, definitely, in terms of things like national tournaments and stuff. But yeah. it was a, a very, very good season. And one I'll always remember. Yeah, and I think you needed that. You know, you needed that. It's like that someone is like a bit like tough to you, you know, like yeah. shouting at you when you're maybe not <laughs> doing the extra yard, you know, like just being, go on, Cameron, move your fucking ass. <laughs> no, it was, no, it was great. We had, we had a lot of fun together. And uh, yeah, I loved it. I would love to play with that team another season. It was amazing. That's all I wanted. It was one more year. I really yeah. wanted one more year, but we yeah. would have won it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, maybe if we wouldn't have had so many parties, it would have been been more successful as well. <laughs> yeah, the life the life off the pitch was very interesting. Yeah, um, and that, and that's, very interesting. And that's something, um, Cameron. 
that's something that interests me because um, I don't know if it started at LR or if it started before already, but you always had like little injuries, you know, like not, mm -hmm. not heavy stuff where you were out for the whole season, but like, um, like very, very small injuries. And we all know you're, you're a super sensitive guy. So, um, <laughs> oh, Max, oh my God. I have a video <laughs> when Cameron, <laughs> you know, actually, actually, I have to share that with everyone in my Instagram is a, is <laughs> a whole, like, you know, you can do the highlights with the stories and mm -hmm. I have, and I have their highlights best of Cameron. It's like, no way. Let me you have like, it's the funniest thing ever. And he got these, uh, these cups like on, on the back, you know, that. Uh, yeah. The cupping. Yeah. yeah. He did that. Oh my God. That's, that was the funniest thing ever. Like, I was dying there. Cameron as well, but in a different kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was dying. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, now I remember all that stuff, you know. <laughs> like it's... <laughs> oh, it's too good. Uh, okay, anyway, so you were you had a couple of injuries. You, um, some games you were out. Um, some games you just played a couple of minutes. I mean, it's all okay. As a star striker, that's, uh, that's okay, you know. Uh, and then um, Cameron wanted to take the net next step. And we talked about it because we wanted to take the next step together, though. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, I think you were a little bit more determined than I was at that time. I mean, you're still two years younger than me. So um, it's more likely that you make it than I do. And you're probably the better footballer anyway. So um, Cameron went to a tryout. In, so. in South Carolina at yes. Greenville Triumph, a brand new team for the USL League One that was just founded that year, right? Yeah, just founded. In year. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, somehow you made it to convince the coach. Dude, I don't know how. Like, anyway, he made it, signed a professional contract and there you were, um, your first professional contract um, in the third tier in the US. So Just, just tell us a little bit about it because you played 18 games, you scored four goals. So mm. for the first year, it was quite good, wasn't it? But you still had a couple injuries, right? So I, have, I do have a story about that. So touching on the whole injury thing, we'll take it back to the tryout, right? So I show up for this tryout down in South was Carolina. It, Cameron, was it, an op it wasn't an open. It was probably invitational, right? Yeah. It was, I mean, it was invitational, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They kind of... Yeah, it was invitation. There was some, so there was one the day before, which was an yeah. open tryout. And then the second day was invitational. But some players from the open came, but the one I was at was mainly players that they've just said, hey, come. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I went to that tryout and I was doing all right. I remember I like, was just going through the motions. And I'll be honest, like, I didn't sleep well the night before. I really wasn't, I got there and I really wasn't feeling it. I was just like, yeah, this is not going to be. This isn't, probably isn't going to go well, but... Yeah, looking for excuses before you go there. <laughs> Best thing, yeah. That's Cameron, man. <laughs> Joke. So get there, meet everyone, meet the coaches. And I knew one guy there, Don Boland, who was one of my teammates down at Asheville City. Um, so that did help, you know, once you already get there. Because there was a bunch of people I didn't know. It was honestly all a bunch of D1 kids from big schools, the Clemsons, you know what I'm saying? Like people were yeah. flying in from all over the country, like Creighton, all of these places. And it's just me, do you know what I mean? I didn't really, I never really spoke to any of those guys. They were all a bit weird, but got there, doing a bit of passing and everything was fine. And then 
honestly, I didn't touch the ball. I was like, this is not going well. But then we went into a little game. And that's when I came alive, started doing well. Every time the ball got to me, just literally turned the shot, scored. And I could tell the coaches were taking note. You know, they're there. They got their little click pads. Yeah, <laughs> you've got, you got a number on. And I knew everything was going really well. Um, and then we went into a big game and I did very well again. Like, I just had one of those moments where every time the ball got to me, I just took my defender on and was just scoring. Like, it was just very easy. Yeah. Um, but... It was like a two, like a sort of two session event on that one day. So we had a morning session and an evening session. Our season had already finished at LR and it was about two weeks later and I had done nothing. <laughs> you didn't prepare for I it? I had not ran. I had not done anything. I was just going football games. I was not prepared. <laughs> Honestly, I was so you know, prepared. You know how I, that was, Max. You know, I was in the gym working out and Cameron walked past and just waved at me. <laughs> hey, Flo. <laughs> By the way, I have a tryout in two weeks. I'm just yeah. going hey, to relax Flo. the muscles for two weeks. <laughs> Bro, I have a tryout at Greenville. <laughs> come on, come on. Um, I can get in there. Come on, we go there together. This is what I was actually saying to him. I know, way. I know, I know. But I don't know. I, I can't tell you what it was, honestly, because I like... I still had a semester, you know, and I wanted to finish my degree. And mm. I mean, you didn't finish your degree because you wanted to become professional. And yeah. I knew I'm never going to make money with my, with playing football. So mm. I was like, no, I came here to, to do that degree and I'm going to do it. And I'm not gonna. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, turning well, 20, I was turning 26 thing, right? that year. Sorry. I'm not that tryout. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. True. Yeah, yeah, so I'm at the trial. The second, we've done the first part of the day. By the evening session, I was finished. I had nothing left, I'll be honest. I was absolutely finished. Like I was, my whole body was just tight, sore. I couldn't move. We went into another game and I knew it was going to be another hour and a half. So after about 40 minutes, I had scored a bunch of goals. And I was just like, like obviously someone kicked me. It wasn't hard. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, it really hurts. It really hurts. And I was able to rest, but I'd done enough. I'd done it. I thought I'd done enough. And luckily, after the coach was impressed, he gave me a call. And, uh, and I was you able to... took the gamble. Yeah, I took the gamble. Because <laughs> honestly, I had nothing to give. I was finished. I absolutely. Everyone is still, still running. And I'm just watching the game go by. But every time the ball came to me, I would score. And it was just one of those things. You know what I mean? I did nothing at all. Um, but yeah, I was just like, it's hurting. And it did hurt a little bit, but obviously <laughs> most people, if you're hurting that, they'll keep going. But I was like, yeah, nah, I'm not doing it. Yeah, no, no Cameron never that's did. Actually, that's actually some fun advice to give to, to you guys <laughs> that are going to go on trials one day, you know. If you're having a good showing and you feel like you're done, just leave it at that and then take the gamble like Cameron. You're funny, Cameron. I'm dying right now because I'm thinking you're in the trial of your life, basically, to go pro. And then you're like, Yeah, I'm, I'm tired, man. Like, this is it. Like, sub me out. Like, I, if, if I did enough, I did enough. If not, you know. Honestly. No, that's that, the, that's, do, the, do the Cameron. If you're at a tryout and you're tired just and you've done enough, do the Cameron. Man. It's the Cameron now. <laughs> that's the Cameron. <laughs> so, it's smart. To be honest, it's, it's actually smart because they remember the best. Honestly, you know? the yeah. opinion they had of me was that I was unreal. Exactly. And then you, you go out and... Yeah, it would have exactly. only gotten worse, so... 
actually i laugh about it but it's actually probably really smart to be honest like i think it's it's just no one would would think of doing that you know everyone kind of even with like a broken acl you know the typical like guys that like try to grind it out you know everyone because it's a brand new team they have no players everyone's fighting for their lives exactly nah don't fancy it really i just couldn't (laughs) oh my god you're fun (laughs) and greenville's a very respected club man so like it's not some you know small time club to be honest. No, I, uh, honestly, it yeah, was, they're they're a big. They're, they could probably play at the lower end of the USL Championship, I think. Yeah, honestly, very good team, very good yeah. organization, and top coach and John Hawks. Like he's been done everything, played the Premier League, etc. So, um, so how a, how did you fit in? And I'm just thankful. Ah, mate. No. Uh, what did what did Flo say? What did Flo ask? How, how did how did you fit in there then, Cameron? Levels, levels. No. no, I'm always I'm always messing with Cameron. No, I'm just, just um, so yeah, t- tell us about tell us about your first year. I mean, I yeah. So you had, first, you had, I think you had two two major injuries where you missed a couple of games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, so yeah. first year was very, very good. Um, I remember coming into preseason, there was another well, experienced striker who had played in Ireland prior. His name was yeah. Jake Keegan. Um, there was me, and they signed another kid called JJ Donnelly. Um, so there was really three, four strikers, and we're all fighting to get in the starting position you know they'd already given Keegan number nine shirt so in my head he was going to be the starting striker if we played one but if we did two hopefully it was going to be me but had a really good preseason the first ever preseason game was against uh some MLS team can't remember which one like New England Revolution yeah Um, and I started I started up top with Keegan in a 4-4-2 and I kept that position right up until the first game of the season um and I started, we lost, unfortunately, 1-0. I started as the lone man up top. But for me, it was just, it was good, you know. I just come into a new team. It's a bunch of pros, about seven rookies. Um, and I'm started. Like, I think I was the only rookie to start. Everyone else that was in the starting lineup had already played pro before. So yeah. I'd come in and hit the ground running, you know. Um, but literally, day after that game, couldn't. I woke up the next morning. Move, couldn't walk. I had a shoot like they still don't know what it was, but I had, I guess, some nerve issues and I couldn't move my right leg. So I just played my first ever game next morning, wake up, can't move. So couldn't train for anything for two weeks. So I've gone from working my working everything, doing so much to get into this starting lineup. And now I lose my position in the team through no fault of my own. I did nothing wrong. I, I played that first game, played about 85 minutes. Um, Gaffer was really happy and the worst thing is is that the next game was at home and my dad was flying out so it was buzzing first home game dad's flying out woke up the next morning couldn't move and that sort of that bad luck kind of continued throughout the season until around the end so I had that and then it took a while for me to get back into the team again you know Um, and I was getting 
I was coming on last 10 minutes, 15 minutes for maybe the next six, seven games. And as a striker, it's tough, right? You're coming on. All you're thinking about is your first goal. Do you know what I mean? Because that's what you're judged off. Like every game, they come on 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and you don't score. It's like another game, no goal, another game, no goal. Um, but managed to get fit. And I remember it was my birthday, June 28th. We played Orlando City away. Um, and that's when I scored my first professional goal. And that was a big big turning point you know um and from there everything was up started the next two games then the game after that it was a night game so basically what happened was is lightning delays you know how it is in america so the game's meant to start at 7 30 i don't think it kicked off until about 11 30 at night night oh, game wow. very tough mentally like it was just very bad conditions but we had to get the game played just because it was again, I think again, it was against Orlando, but we had to play it then. There was no other day to schedule it. They needed to fly, etc. So in that game, I think it was just before halftime, I went, ball got knocked over. Um, I'm chasing in, in behind. I'm about to get to it first. The keeper comes out. I plant my leg. He comes straight through my right leg. And then it was just, it was just, Oh, it was a bad situation. They thought I did my ACL. They thought my knee was gone. Um, and then again, so as soon as I got back into the team, had a run of two, three games, boom, injury. No fault of my own. Like I had to go for the ball. The keeper just took me out, you know? Yeah. Um, and then it was another month, two months to get ready again and get fit. And then I got back into the team again and had good form. I scored in one game, scored in the next game. But then there was like three games left and the season's about to end. It's going into playoffs now. Um, and that kind of summed up my first year. Like every time I played, I was very, very good, but I just wasn't available. And it just, it, it was just a really up and down one in that sense. Like, you know, when you're performing well, but then you're not available to perform because of an injury, it's yeah. tough. And that sort of summed up my first year in Greenville. But other than that, I loved it. Like, off the field, on the field, it was always good. Training was amazing. But if I could have been healthy, I think I could have pushed up and really progressed because I was only getting better and better playing at that level, you know. It's tough, isn't it? I mean, but you got 18 games under your belt, which is very respectable, uh, especially yeah. with those kind of injuries. So you you can look back and, and definitely be proud of of that, that first pro season, especially, you know, a lot of people underestimate the USL League One, to be honest. And... It's, I mean, there's, there's very strong teams like North Texas, in my opinion, is very strong. Like now the Red Wolves, I don't know if they, they existed back yeah, then. No. But yeah, there's, there's good teams, man. Like that's, that's awesome. And then I was going to ask you, did you go there? Did you have an agent when you went or um, what, what happened short, sort of before and then after? Because then you have to renegotiate the contracts and everything or what, what went down then? So I had, I had an agent. I couldn't sign anything at the time because obviously I was in college. But yeah. for my time in Asheville, I did have a, a bunch of agents and different agencies because my name, like, I did very well there. My name was out yeah. there. Teams and things were coming in. Like, I had a bunch of USL championship trials at the time. And oh, this, nice. is another, this is another thing yeah. as well. Like, even when I was at Asheville, like, I was meant to, I was meant to go into Nashville City or I think that's what they called in the USL. They're in, they're in MLS now. Yeah, yeah. Going there, but niggly injury and things like that, like stopped all of these things happening. 
Um, but yeah, I had an agent at the time um, who was just helping me sort of get me opportunities and things like that. But I hadn't signed with him. There was a few different agents really talking. Um, but then when I went down to Greenville um, and well, and they were interested, that's when I sort of took it more seriously. Like, okay, I actually probably going to have to sign with this guy now because he's yeah. helping me get in the door. He's going to help me with contract negotiations, and all of these things, because I, I honestly had no idea. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Like I always, I was always told by agents, yeah, we can get you in the door. We can get these things. We can get this for you. But then when the time actually comes, when the season's over, all of the talk kind of does go a bit quiet. Do you know what I mean? It's tough. Like, they always say, yeah, yeah. get all of these things for you, especially when you're hot. Like, when I was at Ashfield, when my name was hot sort of out there, it was easy. There was all of these agents saying, we can get you to come here, come here this week, go there next week. But then when you're playing D2, you don't score 40 goals. Like, exactly. <laughs> it's tough, man. So... But thankfully, I had a good agent. He helped me um, when I signed my first deal. And then he actually helped me as well the year. So it's pretty good. The reason I was asking, Cameron, is because that's exactly what I was going to get at. You know, you had a tough season in terms yeah. of injuries and everything. And then you need someone to be there, right? And, and that's yeah. great that he was there, you know, because that's the hardest time for a footballer when a season doesn't go as planned due to a lot of circumstances, right? And then, yeah, take I'll us from there. Like, what happened when it ended? How did you go through it? Because I know from experience, players go through a lot in these, these months, you know? So how did you feel? And then obviously you made a, a big move after that. How did that all happen? I'd, I'd really be interested. See, this is the thing. Like, I was kind of in limbo because even though the club didn't pick up my option, the, yeah. the, the coach would speak to me all the time. Like, he was like, still go to the embassy, still get your... So like... When I went back home, they were still like, go get your visa. Like, they were unsure. Like, they were like, we want you to sign. But because of your injuries, that's why we're not going to pick up your option. And we yeah. don't know how things are going to go. So, like, it was, if I didn't sign in, uh, in Ireland, there's a very real possibility I would have went back to Greenville. Because yeah. they really persisted and said, go get, go get your visa. Go do this. Like, they made me go through all the steps as if I was coming back. They were just so on the fence because That's of the media. Yeah. So it was a weird situation because at first I thought, oh, they didn't want me. And then all of a sudden I'm getting calls. He's like, yeah, how are you doing? Make sure you do this, go to the embassy. And then I was like, so what am I coming? He's like, we're just, we're not sure yet. It was a, a strange sort of situation, you know? And then I had my agent working for me. He was contacting other clubs in the USL. Um, because when I did play, like I said, I did well. So there was other teams saying, yeah, yeah we're interested in getting him, et cetera, et cetera. But I went home um, and I think I was home for maybe 10, 11 days when I got a phone call from Ireland saying, hey, we, would, we want you. Okay, no, in fact, backpedal a little bit. So there was a teammate that was the other striker. His name was Jake Keegan. Yeah. He played out in Ireland as well. So he was there the year before and he played at two teams, one called Galway and one mm -hmm. called St. Patrick's Athletic. Yeah. He had told Galway that I was back in England and that they should pick me up right away. So Galway, when I was home, was like, yeah, come into preseason. They gave me a date. And I thought, okay, that's cool. I'll go there if nothing else happens. But then a few days later, another team called Finn Harps calls me and goes, hey, we've been watching your games. We saw USL League One final. We want you to come in. 
and it was two weeks before Galway was going to start their preseason. So I was thinking, okay, I'm home for about 10, 11 days, quick turnaround, perfect. Get back yeah. into training and see if I like it. Um, so I went over to a team called Finn Harps, um, and it was funny. They were like, come out for two weeks. Um, we'll assess if we want to sign you, et cetera, et cetera. We'll wait for you to play a game and then we'll offer you something. Um, I went there, I was probably there for about five, six days. And then like, it was really cold. And I, honestly, at the time I didn't bring a lot. Like I literally brought one pair of boots, like three t-shirts. Cause even though he told me come for two weeks, in my mind, I was only, I only wanted to go for a week decide if I wanted to be there or not and come home. Um, so I did it after about four days. I was like, do you want, do you want to sign me or not? Cause I, I, I made up an excuse. I was like, I got to go back home for something, something. And he was this was, like, Cameron, sorry, this was you doing this or your agent was, was, this was, this was me. Like you were, you were basically managing yourself and, and yeah, again, was, the, the Cameron gamble. After I, was like, <laughs> I'm thinking, I, love this. I want to hear this. <laughs> I'm thinking the longer I keep training and do all of this, like I thought, you know what? If you haven't got an opinion of me in, in a week, this isn't the place. But like, I genuinely thought that. So I remember it hit about a week and I was like, I got to go home. I'd already had a flight booked, but made up an excuse. Um, and then he was like, yeah, we, we want to sign you. So there was a bunch of trialists. They all had to play games. I played no games. I just trained and they were like, yeah, we want to sign you. I was like, okay, perfect. So it gave me, so I went back home and it gave me something to think about. Um, so then I'm starting to talk with the agent, you know what I'm saying? Like say, hey, this is the offer. What's going on in America? And while this, he's still negotiating with teams in America. And that was where I wanted to go back to, I'll be honest, because I had a life there. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Which, which kind of levels were in America? You don't have to name the teams, like which, which oh, levels? USL and NISA. So, yeah. 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 Um, and there was a bunch of things going on that they were trying to sort of arrange and sort out. And I preferred that because, like I said, I had a life there. I got a car there um, and I left all my things there preparing to come back. Like the goal was never to stay in the UK or Ireland. It was always to go back, you know. And because Greenville made me go to the embassy, I, I still had a valid visa. Like I could have gone somewhere else, like except try it would have been, it wouldn't, it wasn't an issue. I wouldn't have had, to have, the club wouldn't have had to got me a visa or anything. They just had to sign me. I would have been a technically like a domestic player. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't have cost him any money. Um, but he was, the agent spoke to me. He said, you know what? It's a good, it's a good opportunity. The contract was more money than what I was on. So everything was like, you should probably look to stay at this, you know? Um, so um, I'll be honest. The lifestyle from Ireland to America is very, very different. So yeah. I wasn't convinced. And the playing I mean, style, I guess, huh? And the playing style. I wasn't convinced. Like, there was tough times where I was thinking, do I really want to do this? Like, yeah, it's going to look it's better. I'm playing in a first division league. Um, there's certain things. But I was in my comfort zone in America. I knew the level. I knew I could play there. I was happy. I had a bunch of friends. And I was thinking, do I really want to risk this and actually not go? Do you know what I'm saying? Not try and go back there. Because I could have tried to go and maybe it didn't work when I had a, a concrete offer. So the agent 
and it's his it's in his best, best interest as well for me to sign and I yeah it was great at the beginning and everything was gearing up for me to again have at least another positive season as long as I wasn't injured but then after three games COVID hit and that was a big unknown as you can imagine so no one knew what was going to happen um and especially in a country and a league like Ireland, where finances are really dependent on fans we we got sent home as soon as the outbreak sort of hit the country so this was about march 14th and we did not know when it was coming back or if we was coming back whether they could afford it etc so it was a really, really sort of a strange period. So like in the USL, when COVID hit, they wasn't playing, but everyone was still together. Life was still, do you know what I'm saying? Like, but we had all just got sent back to wherever we was from. We, I'll be honest, we didn't hear much from the club for months. Didn't hear much from the league. No one knew what was going on. Thankfully, I was still being paid. So I'll be honest, it was... I was at home, I was still getting paid. Life was kind of nice. It was a, a big unknown, you know? Um, and that went on, it was March, and then April, and then May. And I still hadn't heard nothing. No one knew when we was coming back. Um, and then it hit June, and then all of a sudden, I remember I was playing with my friends at Power League, and they were like, yeah, you got to fly back tomorrow. The season's going to restart. So... I fly back to Ireland. I didn't go back the next day. I was like, there's no chance. But I flew like a few days later and I went back to Ireland and we redid pre-season again. So the season in Ireland is 36 games. But because of COVID and we had already played three or four games, they'd shortened the season to an 18-game season. So in Ireland, there is 10 teams. So basically they were saying, you play everyone twice, done. Um, and I went there, did preseason. Everything was good. A week before the season starts, my hamstring just completely. And for those that know me, no, I don't have any hamstring injuries. I'm the most uninjury prone person, so it was a big shock. Um, so it was a, uh, it was just the worst timing, honestly, worst timing because. 14 games left, hamstring injury. They were going to play all of these games within about a two-month time span. I wasn't going to play any football. My season was done, effectively. By the time I, they were like, you're going to be off football for a month. By the time you rehab it, come back and train, you'll be back for the last three games. It's pointless. Right. So they gave me the option. They said, you can stay here live with the team, keep doing what you're doing, show up, give you rehab. Or you can go home and be with your family because at the end of the day, it was still a pandemic. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go back home. Like, it didn't make any sense for me to sit in the room, go to training every day, be depressed, watch the boys train, not do anything. I thought, nah, I'm going to go home. And in hindsight, it was the best decision because I was with my family again. I'd been in America for six years prior. I hadn't been home for a long time, obviously prior to uh, the COVID outbreak. It was just nice. I rehabbed um, and then I was just looking for new opportunities and it took me to a few different places after that. Well, I th- yeah, I think generally like it's, 
what I was going to say one thing is COVID has been really tough for, for all professional footballers. I don't think people actually understand from outside of the industry. Mm-hmm. So many players without clubs, you know, it's, it's crazy clubs folding. So um, how, how did it affect you when, when um, yeah, when the contract ran out? Uh, was it, what was it called? Um, the club again in, in Ireland? Finn Harps. Finn Harps. Finn Harps. Yeah. How, how was it when, when it ran out at Finn Harps? And yeah, what did you have to go through then again? All that, that kind of stuff. It was tough. So when that, when that sort of, that all happened, and I was still with the agent at the time, um, it was just, I remember, I remember when they gave me the ultimatum and said, yeah, you can go home or stay. And I was like, I'll go home. Spoke to the agent. And he was like, yeah, go home. We'll sort something out. You know, so he gave me the confidence that everything would be good. But then a few weeks go by and then it's a month and then it's two months. And it's like, yeah, there's nothing at the moment. There's nothing we can really do. So then I sort of took the initiative on myself and I was like, okay, it's been two months. I trust my hamstring. I haven't done too much, but I need to find somewhere to go play. Um, The thing that was in my favor as such is the fact that Obviously, America is a sort of summer season. It's like March up until like October, November. Ireland is the same, February up until November. Um, but the rest of the world, it's like August and then they play through. So even though I'd got that injury, by the time I was getting healthy, every other country's league was about to start. So I was still within every other transfer window. So yeah, I couldn't go and play in Ireland. I couldn't go and play back in America. But every other country, they were still technically looking for players and things, you know. Um, my The agent that I had was American, so he didn't have that great of connections outside of America, so he couldn't help me too much. Um, so started to lean on friends and say, hey, can you hook me up with this person? Can you, you know what I'm saying? Like, started to make calls and things like that. So the first place I went was actually back to Ireland, but not Republic of Ireland, which is where I was. I went over to the Northern Irish League. Um, and there was a team called Institute, which is in the Northern Irish Premier League. Um, and I went there, which is really close to where I was living in Finnharps. It's about 35 minutes. Ireland's a very small place. So they knew who I was. I knew who they was. They were more than happy to try and get me in. Um, and I went there. I was there for about two weeks. The manager gave me an offer and I said, I just cannot accept this. So it just wasn't, compared to what I was on, it didn't make any sense to accept that offer. So the first team I went to didn't happen, but it was a lovely team, lovely place, loved the guys. So then I left, went back home, got a call from a few teams. I had a call from from a team in Romania. It was the, the second league guy in Romania. Romania or Albania? I, c- I couldn't hear you. Oh, sorry. Romania, Romania. Romania. Yeah, so got a call from a second league in Romania and they were like, hey, we'll pay your flight tickets. Do all of this, come. But because of, it's, looking back, it probably would have been a very good opportunity. But what I had just come from, I was like, I really don't think I want to go to Romania. <laughs> left, left that offer. I know. Like, I was, honestly, I think back to some of these things, and I'm like, I should have went, but left it. I was like, don't need it. Something else will come up. Nothing came up. Um, so I was waiting, waiting. And then I got a call 
to come out to Greece. And so the Greek football pyramid, and this was in September, October, this was all happening. So I was, I went over to, back to Ireland in like August, early September. Didn't, the offer wasn't good, came back home, waited a month. Then other offers came, Romania, waited, went to Greece. So their pyramid is, it's like the Greek Super League, which has teams like Olympiakos, Panathinaikos, the big ones. Then it's the Super League 2, which is their second division. And then it's the third division, which is what I'm in currently. But I got a call to go to a team in the second division. So it was in Athens. Um, and I thought, okay, let me go. Let me see how this is. And this was a different agent. This is nothing to do with the agent I had in America. I told him I was going to explore other opportunities for the moment, just because you can't help me over here. But if you, get, if you find me something in America, great. Um, so went over to Athens and they don't like some people speak English and some people don't. <laughs> so when I got there, I was in, had no internet. I'm saying whoever was going to pick me up and I remember waited and all of a sudden this Greek man shows up and was like, yeah, we're going to take it to the team. We're going to take it to the team. Everything's good. Had no internet, couldn't call people. Well, I had it at the, at the airport. As soon as I left, couldn't speak to nobody. So he was meant to be taking me to somewhere in Athens where I thought this is where I was going, but this wasn't where I ended up. Um, <laughs> so thought I was going to a team in the second division in, in Greece, in Athens. I ended up on an island called Spetses, which is the tiniest island in the world. I, I cannot explain to you um, how tiny and remote this place was. And I ended up there. And don't get me wrong, I had no internet. They were very nice. They picked me up. They took me on a boat. I was thinking, how? why am I going on a boat? I'm already in Athens. And I was trying to communicate like, yeah, no, I don't think this is right. I don't think this is right. You've got the wrong person. You've got the wrong person. You're like, no, no, come on, come on. So anyway, I get taken to this island and then I get greeted by a few people. They're talking. They're like, yeah, yeah. We're so happy you've decided to come here, etc. I sleep. It's all good. The next day, I'm in a hotel. I call up my agent guy and I'm like, hey, like, I thought you said I was going to a Super League 2 team in, in Athens. They've taken me. I'm on some island. And he was like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. This is probably where they train. Like, you'll probably play games in the mainland. They probably just train here. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, honestly, at this stage, I said, whatever. <laughs> So, it's like they kidnapped you, Cameron, <laughs> and put you. <laughs> and this this agent, like, did you connect with him through friends or LinkedIn or emails or how? Like, how close was your trust in him? You know what I mean? Like, so he was recommend. Like, another friend had used him before. I'm not sure how okay, connected. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, cool, wasn't it? If someone I know has used him. To help get you knew you knew you were like in some sort of good hands like because mm -hmm. if you were on the island and you yeah. just met this guy i mean i would have been freaking out i don't know yeah <laughs> he was this is the thing like the guy was he's from belgium this agent yeah and i don't know he spoke greek as well i'll be honest i don't know i don't know but <laughs> anyway so i show up i remember i go to the first training session it was at like two or something like that and it was the worst like they didn't it was it wasn't grass it was like you know like 3g artificial turf it was the one of the worst artificial turfs like i get there 
people are wearing different kits. Um, and it just wasn't great. And Sounds like Sunday league. Bro, that's one, honestly what it was like. Like, that's what it was like. And I was like, nah, this can't be it. But anyway, got through the session. Soon as I got back, called the agent, like, yo, this is not the place you sold me up. This cannot be it. And he was like, no, it's fine. And I said, no, we need to call the club and find out what's going on. So he calls the manager, right? Turns out the manager was the manager of that club, but he's no longer the manager. And now he's just a manager of a local club. So he sent me to this manager thinking I was going to this team in Athens, but that's where he was last season. It's not where he is now. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. That is crazy. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> it can't end here. Me to even. It pains me to reminisce on this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, cool. So, I'm here now and I'm on this island now. And this is the thing. So, the UK are leaving. The EU. Well, they was at the time. They were leaving the EU. So the agent is like, yeah, this may not be the club, but you should probably stay so that they can get you your Greek residency so you can go somewhere else. Because if you leave right now and you don't sign for another Greek club, you can never come back to Greece because they would have to pay for a visa. It's too expensive. I was like, I was like, so you really want me to sign for this team? Do this. So, oh my gosh. But anyway, I got lucky. I got very, very lucky. I registered for this team. They went above and beyond because they, they knew that I was going to help them. Like, trust me. They knew I was going to help them. So they got me my Greek residency. So like, I'm technically like, I'm a Greek resident now and all of this stuff. So like, life's good, which is how I'm here right now, you know? Um, <laughs> And right before the first game that I was going to have to play for them, lockdown hit Greece. Like, not saying lockdown's a good thing, but it saved me from having to be here. Like, it hit the country, the country was on lockdown. So I was just there, just having a, basically just having a holiday in Greece, innit? There was no football. <laughs> like, I had free accommodation. <laughs> on an island. Yeah, on an island, paying for it. I was like, yo, this is perfect. Like, honestly, like, <laughs> they gave me, like, they got me, like, a, a ped. So I was just rolling around the island on my ped. Like, it was fun. Do you know what I mean? Like, I met friends and and then afterwards I went home. But thankfully, went home, paperwork's done. And I thought to myself, okay, at least if I ever want to go back to Greece again, I can. Got my paperwork and got out. That's sort of what it was like, you know? Um, so this would have been, I would have been coming home like November, December. I spent ages there because it was lockdown. I actually, I couldn't leave like as well. So as much as there was no football, I couldn't leave, you know? <laughs> so I managed to get a flight home uh, in December and I was like, never going back to Greece. Like that was my mindset. Like never doing this again. Like I cannot. And this is another thing as well. So what a lot of people don't realize is when you go somewhere like that, to a small island, they know everyone that's there. So when this, when I show up, one, I'm foreigner, the only black guy in the whole island, <laughs> don't speak a word of Greek. Like, it was very tough. Like, people just stare at you. <laughs> like, oh. 
It was so, so it was such a culture shock. Like I'd never been in any situation like that. Do you know what I mean? Um, but anyway, yeah, went back home now, and it's December, and I had some offers to go and play in a conference on Conference South. So English level, and yeah. conference is professional. Like yeah. it's considered non-league, but they're professional clubs, you know. Like, and there's big money flying about. They they pay more than in the USL Championship. Or <laughs> yes. yeah, they pay a lot of money. <laughs> so it's 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 a big deal. Like some people may not know that, but trust me, it's a big deal. So yeah. talking to different conference clubs and stuff, and there's one conference manager that really wanted to get me in. That's where I thought I was gonna be. I thought I was gonna be playing conference and everything would be fine, but that didn't work out. So I mean, what month are we now? April. Um, so this was like January, February. I was training, going to training sessions, but. If I was going to sign in England, it had to be the right situation, the right club, everything like that. Um, and it just didn't pan out. But fortunately, a few weeks ago, got a call. So this is the current club I'm at now. So I am uh, on an island called Zakynthos, uh, Zanti for all of the British people. That's what it's called in Europe and stuff. Um, it's a pretty famous island, right? Is it? Is yeah, it's a very it's, it's like one of the best party islands you can live yeah. on. Yeah. So like life is incredible. And they are a historical club sort of in Greece. Um they've bounced around sort of second, third divisions. Um and yeah, very good owners. Everything's very, very nice here. And people want to come here because the island is just amazing, you know. Um like life on Zanti is very, very good. A lot of uh it's very foreign, like so many Brits here. Very, very nice, you know. Uh, so I'm here right now. I came out here about three weeks ago. Um, and how this happened, <sighs> you don't even know this flow yet, but uh, this is what happened. <laughs> um, day later, I get a phone call, like, and it's the president of this Greek club. And he's like, hey, got your phone number. We need a striker. We're trying to get promotion. We're top of the league because the team is top of the league right now in the third division. Um, we need a striker. We want to get promoted into the second division, Super League 2. Can you come in two days? And I'm dying on the phone to him. Say, and he's to me a very good offer. Like financially, it's very, very good. And I'm dying to say, yes, I want to come. I commit, I'll come. And <laughs> like this is... It's not like this is a proper setup. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's really good players here. Yeah, you sent me a video of the stadium and the locker rooms. I showed it to Max already. It like looks great. Yeah. Like, I'll be honest, it's a really good setup here. Like, everything's taken care of. I'm in a beautiful hotel right now. Um, we get everything, absolutely everything. We're not playing here in Germany right now. So, if you need um, a, a destroyer <laughs> in midfield, let them know. Go sign up for I'm my boy. Bro, I'll be honest with you. Don't be surprised if I am calling you soon. Like, hey, we need someone else. I'm telling you. Because I'm, I'm always ready, man. I'm always ready. Like, we are, bro, this team is top of the league. Very close to getting promotion. But yeah. Um, Dude, I'm not kidding, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sign me. <laughs> Honestly, don't be surprised if I'm like, bro, are you serious? Come. Because, yeah, it's getting like that. But anyway. I'll, so, I'll be there tomorrow, man. <laughs> you would love it I promise so, you I'll, I'll be there tomorrow
Amrin, what are your like future aspirations? Obviously, you want to stay with the club as, as long as possible, and right, and hopefully you guys get promoted if if God will. Mm -hmm. And and um but yeah, you're you're already kind of are a football globetrotter. I'm I'm always I'm always a massive fan of these kind of guys, you know. What yeah. what do you do you want to really play until you know you can't play anymore and really experience the world? Is that something you've planned, like to really go into different continents to play and stuff like that? I'll, I'll be honest. What I want to do, I don't know if it will happen, but this is what I want to do. I really, okay, so my dad and his side of the family is from a small country in South America called Guyana, right? And oh, nice. I've been, yeah, so I've been speaking with a bunch of people there. Like, I've been called up before for national team and things like that, like with camps and stuff, but it hasn't worked out. But my goal is I want to play as long as I can into 30s, ideally. Um, and I want to play in somewhere. I want to play in Europe. I want to play in a few more countries in Europe. I want to go to Asia. But I want to ultimately finish out in Guyana in South America, open up an academy or something for a bunch of young people while I'm playing there. Because they're just, they're, they're about to start their first ever pro league like in like two years. They're in the works wow. of doing that at the moment. Um, and I would love to be able to do something over there where my grandparents are from. Do something, just create something for a bunch of those people in future that have the same experiences and go to America, go to college and do one of those things. So. I want to use beautiful. Yeah, I want to use my sort of experience and platform, and hopefully, I can keep playing to where it's possible that I can go there when I'm in a situation where it's a little bit better. I've probably played a few more countries, and you really bring up that country, bring up that game, and sort of be an ambassador over there. That's what I want personally. But will it happen? We don't know. We'll see. But that's my goal. If I'm being honest, it will. That, it will. That is it will. so beautiful. That's man. A, that's an honestly man. That's awesome, Cameron. I've I've become a big fan of yours, man. Like <laughs> honestly, like this is a. It's been a such a funny episode, but especially like you're, you know, you're thinking ahead, and um, mm. man, you have the the heart. Your heart is in the right spot. You know, already thinking of <laughs> others and stuff. I like that. You know, it's really kind. Honestly. It's just Cameron. So. Yeah, no. Football, football's brought me so much. Football's, <laughs> football's brought me so much. And I've met, like, my, my enjoyment has come from all of the people I've met from different places all around the world, you know? Right. And especially when I'm, like I said, I'm here in Greece now. I love it. I meet so many different people, different cultures. I really would love to be able to go back and do that in uh, my family's sort of home country and, you know what I'm saying? Give other people an opportunity. So, hopefully. Man, I'm buzzing. It's going to work out. Yeah. If we all have to stay in close touch, we'll, yeah, there's there's a lot of opportunities and yeah, I think we can, we'll, we'll all make it happen. Yeah, I think especially uh, with with the podcast, we will have a huge network in a couple weeks, months and uh, definitely be able to help each other out 100%. Man, I'm I'm buzzing, guys. Yeah, let me know. Let me know. So the first thing we're going to do is bring Flo to Greece. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not there next week, we have a serious problem, man. <laughs> first flight. No, I loved it, Kevin. It was so good uh, talking to you. I think we are ending this on uh, 
a great note, like especially with your your future plans. I mean, couldn't be more beautiful, I guess. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I'm so incredibly happy that you made this happen with the <laughs> with the Wi-Fi <laughs> with the internet. Um, no, it's it's always great talking to you. Um, you always make my day. Just your smile always makes my day. No, you know I love you, and um, I'm I really miss you. Would be so happy to see you maybe next week in Greece, and then we win the league. <laughs> He's being all emotional, so you sign him up. You know. He's like, like yeah i need to see you beside me uh, i gave you a home uh, legend yeah man honestly thanks for having me on yeah of yeah. course hope you had thanks fun yeah of course yeah and uh we're definitely gonna uh, make stuff happen in the future and work together and get Absolutely. you maybe we can talk to sam only if you listen to the episode though and i will one day you will, you will fulfill your dream playing in Asia and then Guyana. Mm -hmm. That's then the goal, South guys. America, yeah. Yeah, let's let's all connect. <clears throat> let's make like like we always do. Flo. We have a WhatsApp group of all the the guys. Yeah, right. Let's do WhatsApp. And, uh, and then we can just stay in touch and yeah, anything anything we can help with, let us know. And I'm excited to get the ball rolling, guys. Oh, honestly, um, it was great, Cameron. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And... Thank you. Let's uh, stay in touch. No, I really want to know what's going on in Greece. So keep me, keep me updated. For sure. For sure. Yeah, right. send us some stuff in the group chat that we open. Yes. Yeah. Dude, yeah, and you, awesome. you got to send me the storage video, video, man. I'll send it to you, bro. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amazing. All right. Cam, thank <laughs> you so much. Have a great God day. God bless, guys. Have a good one. Re recover. Recover your leg, man. Thank you. All right. See you. Take care, legends. Bye-bye. Yes. Have a good one, mate. Bye-bye. <laughs>
you got to work hard for everything. Uh, that's, that's for sure. But uh, you got to trust the process. You got to trust that opportunities are coming. And uh, yeah, I guess even though it was maybe a little bit sketchy <laughs> first time he went to Greece, but it worked out so far now. And uh, you have to yeah. take risks as a yeah, player. I mean, think exactly. about it. How crazy is that story? I thought, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So yeah. Um, after two weeks, um, not um yeah not having an episode um we came back with a with a banger <laughs> back, back stronger yeah peter crouch <laughs> would say back stronger no it was uh was great and uh, yeah looking forward to to next week um let's see what we got in in the store for that and then max as always was a pleasure yes. with you great to do that again i was waiting for that so long but last same the last weeks were just stressful uh, yeah. yeah yeah it was, it was just too nice. much and yeah. it was hard to uh, wrap our hat around um around the podcast so yeah it was refreshing yeah refreshing yeah. i think cameron came at, at a good time he <laughs> yeah definitely lifted so. our spirits yeah <clears throat> and we're still 100 committed to that and we just just love to get new people on the pot and i'm excited for for next week same and, here yeah. i'm buzzing so wish everyone a good week and uh yeah yeah it's that time of the day you have to do like the the, the what was it the the reel you sent me on instagram where the refs <laughs> where the, that's the one you have to do today flo <laughs> The, the, when he blew the final whistle, it was um, some like, I don't know, tournament. <laughs> crazy. So that was, I've never seen a ref celebrating that. So celebrating. I was thinking like, like that. They, they must have paid him because he was probably buzzing <laughs> that one of the teams won. And he, he's just openly celebrating with one of the teams. Yeah. And the handshake with the players afterwards. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah man, we did it. We got to share this. We got to share this. Let the, On our story. Let the yeah. people know what we're talking about. Yeah. All right, Max, enjoy your weekend. Um, you too, for, the, for the rest of the listeners, enjoy your week and uh, make sure you listen to the up other episodes before you had two weeks to catch up. So you better now catch up um, as long as, um, yeah, we're still in season one. Uh, you get to know our players, get to know our friends. Uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram, kidswap.podcast. And of course, uh, visit our website, think i gotta put some more work in that to the website as well <laughs> everyone just follows on instagram <laughs> yeah yeah um, and we're gonna be more active from now on because i hope the stressful time is a little bit over <laughs> we'll see all right max thank you and happen. until next week peace out Okay, let's see what you got. <laughs> Legends. <laughs>